0: Welcome back again, friends, to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working our way through the story. Today we're going to be in Exodus chapter 13 and then in Exodus chapter 14. So the last plague has happened. The Passover night has taken place. After the angel of death comes down and kills every firstborn in the nation of Egypt, Pharaoh relents. They decide to release God's people and God's people immediately begin to leave Egypt. We will begin today by looking at Exodus 13, verse 17 and 18, because I believe there's a detail here that could be very helpful to you and I today. Beginning in verse 17. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though it was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their mind and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, ready for battle. Okay, now let's look at Exodus 14, verse 10 through 31. As Pharaoh approached the Israelites, they looked up, and there were Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, "'Was it because there were no graves in Egypt "'that you brought us to the desert to die? "'What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? "'Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone, "'let us serve the Egyptians? "'It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians "'than to die in the desert.'" Moses answered the people, "'Do not be afraid, stand firm, "'and you will see the deliverance "'the Lord will bring to you today. "'The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again.'" The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. Then the Lord said to Moses, "'Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide the water so the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground.' I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so they will go in after you, and I will gain glory through the Pharaoh and all his army, through his chariots and horsemen. The Egyptians will know that I am the Lord, when I gain glory through Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen." Then the angel of God, who had been traveling in front of the Israelite army, withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from in front and stood behind them, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel. Throughout the night the cloud brought darkness to the one side and light to the other side, so neither went near the other all night long. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and all that night the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued them, and all of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen followed them into the sea. During the last watch of the night, the Lord looked down from the pillar of fire and the cloud at the Egyptian army and threw it into confusion. He jammed the wheels of the chariot so they had difficulty driving, and the Egyptians said, Let's get away from the Israelites. The Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. But the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground, with a wall of water on their right and left. The day the Lord saved Israel from the hands of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians lying dead on the shore. And when the Israelites saw the mighty hand of the Lord displayed against the Egyptians, the people feared the Lord and put their trust in him and in Moses, his servant. Okay, amen. Now I read the Exodus 13 section for a reason. You see, It's important for you and I to see this detail. There was an easier or at least shorter route to get to the promised land from Egypt that didn't involve going through this desert area and didn't involve the Red Sea. There was a route that led through Philistine country. But God, in his wisdom, his foresight, knew that that route wasn't a good one. In fact, he said if they go this route, they'll likely turn back and go to Egypt. So God sent them on a longer, more challenging journey. More challenging, at least, in the sense that the landscape would be harder, not what they would face. But it's interesting, when they arrive at the Red Sea and the Pharaoh and his chariots begin to approach, do you see how they respond? The people of Israel are angry. They said, why did you bring us here? It would have been better if we stayed in Egypt. Didn't we tell you this is what would happen? All of that dialogue that takes place as the people now stuck up against the Red Sea are thinking they are headed towards their certain death. But I want you to remember why were they in that place in the first place who had led them there it was god god had brought them to that place for a reason so in the moment where they were doubting where they were full of fear where they were full of this terrible difficult situation they were actually right in the place where god had led them right in the place where god had planned for them to be friends You may be facing difficult times right now. You may be really seeing hardship and difficulty, and you may be feeling like God has left you or abandoned you. But God had not abandoned his people. There was a pillar of fire and smoke. God was present with his people. And as Moses understood, if God was there with them, and they were where they were supposed to be because God told them to be there, then God was responsible to bail them out. God was responsible to fix or to deal with this problem. It wasn't their problem to deal with. It was God's. Friends, you may be facing something in your life right now, a challenge, a difficult situation where you feel abandoned by God. But I want you to understand. I want you to to realize something that's of vital importance. The Spirit of God, the presence of God is with you. And no matter what it is that you are facing, no matter how challenging the circumstance or the situation, if God is with you and if God is for you, who or what could stand against you? Friends, the Red Sea was an immovable object. That is to us, but it wasn't to God. And no matter what it is that you are up against today, no matter what it is that's barreling down on you, we have a Savior. We have a God who's with us, even in the midst, especially in the midst of our most difficult situations and circumstances. So, cry out to the Lord. Instead of living in fear, instead of living in anxiety, instead of living in a place where we're complaining and when we're grumbling, cry out to the Lord. Press into God and see that He will rescue you. Let's pray. God, I thank you that you are a Savior. It's who you've always been. You sent your son to seek and save those who are lost. And you have been seeking and saving and helping and and coming and showing your strength and your power for us as we cry out to you from the very beginning. So I pray today, God, that we would cry out, that instead of grumbling and complaining, that we, God, would cry out. We would call upon your name and we would see you come and save. In Jesus' name, amen.